0: Radios.com check check by twowayradios.com Recorded almost live Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two-Way Radio Show. And Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Themster, And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is a podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we're going to cover some of the basics of two-way radio communications for business use. And we'll discuss the difference between consumer and business radios, introduce you to the different types and brands of business two-way radios available on the market today, and we'll review a business two-way radio the ICOM ICF-4011, and take some questions from folks in the forums at TwoWayRadioForum.com. Our show is sponsored by buy BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source for two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. So let's start off with the most fundamental question. What makes a business radio different from a consumer radio?
1: Well, technically, the only difference between a consumer and a business radio are the frequencies that they use. The FCC has set aside um, certain frequencies for radios, and they are the ultimate authority as far as designating which frequencies can be used for business use and which frequencies can be used for consumer use. Frequencies used by business two-way radios are business frequencies, consumer radios use GMRS, FRS, or MERS frequencies. That's technically the only difference between a consumer and a business radio, but in reality there are some other differences as well. Radios that are built using business frequencies typically have characteristics that are different from those radios that are built with consumers in mind. Business radios are often built to a much higher standard. The construction is much better. They're built to military specifications oftentimes. They're really intended to be used eight hours a day, five days a week, constantly, whereas consumer radios are built to hold up to occasional use on a weekend, that type of thing. Also, with business radios, you see a lot fewer gimmicky type features, like you won't see a flashlight on a business radio or you won't see... Things like weather channels very often on a business radio. Uh, They're really made for everyday use. They're made as a tool to get you through your day in business. You don't want a lot of things that can trip people up, features you could activate, and and a supervisor would have to take time out of his day to to turn off or deprogram. They're uh, a lot more basic as far as operation goes, and they're a lot more durable and a lot more reliable and a lot better performing oftentimes.
2: He pretty much hit it on the head there. Um, Really, some other differences are is your consumer radios are typically going to come in a two-pack. In other words, you're going to get two consumer-grade radios in each package. Business radios are different. They are going to be sold typically as a single unit. Uh, In other words, if you need 10 radios, you're going to order 10 radios. You don't order five sets and get two like you do in the consumers. You get the the single chargers to where your most of your uh, consumer radios are going to get the dual desktop chargers. Your business radios, most of them typically will have a removable antenna instead of a fixed antenna to give you options of uh, replacing a six or seven inch long antenna with
1: a a stubby antenna, which is generally two to three inches long. Of course, price is a big difference as well with your right. business two way radios. You're going to pay. For the difference in quality that we're telling you you're going to get with a business radio. A lot of times, uh, business radios start around the $150 range. Uh, you can probably find a few below that, but uh, that's generally what you're looking to spend when you buy a radio. And that's per radio. Consumer radios, uh, you'll get a two-pack for up to $60, $70.
2: And they do that because you're you're getting a better radio. Some businesses may... Look at it as a, you know, of course, it's a price issue. Well, with your everyday use, if you go with a consumer radio, you're going to be replacing them a lot more often than you are with your business radios. They're going to be able to withstand everyday use, the drops, the vibrations, things like that. going to be a lot more durable and not have to be replaced as often.
1: Yeah, we sell both consumer and business radios, and and we see a lot of businesses using consumer-grade radios, and we get a lot of calls from those businesses that are replacing them pretty frequently. So we do recommend, if you're running a business, start with the business radio. You're going to thank yourself later for doing that.
0: Now, are any of those, um, the business radios, are they maybe a little more uh, repairable than the consumer Great right. radios.
1: You, you don't see uh, a lot of people or companies offering to repair consumer-grade radios. Usually once they go bad, if they're outside the warranty period, you're just going to throw them away and buy a new set. If it's within the warranty period, you send them back to the manufacturer, and oftentimes they'll just send you a brand new set of radios of the same model or uh, whatever the replacement model is. There's a lot of repair that happens with business radios. If something happens, like you break an antenna or something like that, it's it's a lot easier and more common to to repair those. Once you get into um, business radios and decide that a business radio is for you, you still got some decisions to make. The first decision you need to make is what type of frequency you need from your radios. There's two general classes of frequencies, UHF and VHF, ultra-high frequency or very high frequency. UHF frequencies are higher in the spectrum than VHF frequencies and there's some characteristics of UHF that make them better um, according to some. UHF frequencies penetrate steel and concrete better than VHF frequencies uh, but they don't quite travel as far over land or outdoors. So UHF is the better all-around choice if uh, choosing a frequency range. VHF We only recommend if you're exclusively using the radio outdoors. Most radios that we sell, you'll see, are available in both a UHF and a VHF version. Uh, If you're unsure, go with UHF. There's also several classes of radios that we sell. Uh, They kind of break down um, based on the power that they use. Low-powered radios are less than 2 watts, and they have a smaller transmit range. These radios are like the Motorola CLS series or the Kenwood TK3230. These are very small, very lightweight radios. We see a lot of restaurants using these radios, uh, retail stores, catering and event planning. Uh, these radios are perfect because they're small, lightweight. And you can't even tell you you've got these clipped onto your belt or that you're carrying them around. They're, they're that light, and they're great for short-range communication because they're small They don't have a lot of power, so don't expect to get a lot of range out of these radios. But, again, they're perfect. If you need a short-range application, you'll be thankful that you don't have a heavier radio.
2: And you're seeing a lot of the, uh, you know, on top of those industries that he mentioned, a lot of dental offices, doctor's offices are moving to these lower-powered radios as well. If you're using them in a not needing much range, but you're in an office building, a smaller warehouse. A lot of people are going to these now. They don't like to pick up a phone and and dial an extension to talk to somebody that's three offices down, um, or to call the dentist, you know, in or the doctor in. They they don't want to use intercoms. And the same thing with the retail stores. It's an easier way to communicate. You know, if somebody needs to check an item uh, stock availability. There may not be a phone that's right there, but you've got a customer that wants to know right now. They can go to that shelf. They can say. Yes, I do have 15 boxes of this cereal on the shelf. I'll bring them to you. It it makes life definitely a lot. uh, It eases it up a little bit for you. You did say
0: that that lightweight radios tend to be a little bit less powerful. Are there any exceptions to the rule?
1: There are a couple of radios out there that, that are small and lightweight and still have a lot of power. The ICOM F50, F60 series is a smaller lighter radio and that's a four or five watt radio there's also the olympia p324 it's also a smaller than normal two-way radio and lighter but still those two radios while they're lighter than most business radios they're still twice as heavy as the cls series or that kenwood tk3230 if you're In a short-range situation, really the CLS series or that that Kenwood 3230 is probably the best choice for you. Or the Motorola CLPs. That's a series of radio that was just released in the last few months. And um, it doesn't have a speaker. It requires you to use a headset. But it is incredibly light.
0: Now, a lot of these radios, the business class radios, a lot of them are generally water-resistant and shock-resistant.
1: Yeah, that's an advantage of a business radio. In, in general, business radios are going to be built a little more weather-resistant than a consumer-grade radio. I don't know of any business radio that we sell that's not at least IP54, which would mean resistant to a heavy rain or a jet of water. It's not submersible, but um, you know, a heavy rain they're going to withstand pretty easily.
2: I mean, typically if you're out in the if you're outside and all of a sudden a downpour starts your radio gets it gets wet your first instinct is going to be to grab the oh man i've got that radio i'm going to i'm going to put going it under to my coat or i'm going to put it in my yeah. pocket i'm going to do something to but you don't have to worry on that initial you know getting wet you don't have to worry about that and that's that's especially nice if you're working outdoors or around a lot of water you definitely want to have uh, have some of that water resistance Mm.
1: the next class of radios are the what i call the medium powered radios both motorola and kenwood have a nice selection of radios that have exactly two watts of power and um, sort of upgraded durability over those smaller lighter radios these are the same size and uh, durability of the higher powered radios but they have a lot of the same user programmability as the very low, lower powered radios like the CLS and the, the TK3230. These are radios like the um, RDX series from Motorola's RDU 2020, RDU 2080, RDV 2020, RDV 2080, or the Kenwood 3300 or 2300. These radios allow users to choose their own frequencies. There are Fifty-six or 83 frequencies built in so if you find yourself getting interference it's common to just go into programming mode and change frequencies and you can, through the menu configure a lot of these options yourself. Higher powered radios a lot of times dealers have to customize the radio for you. Simple to use but you lose some configurability. These medium powered radios give you a lot of control and 2 watts is a lot of power. I know it's, it sounds like 2-watt radio, you're going to get half the range of a 4-watt radio, but that's not really the case. When you're talking wattage and range. Typically, you have to quadruple the wattage in order to double the range. So a 4-watt radio is not providing twice the range of a 2-watt radio. These medium-powered radios we see used in a lot of larger retail stores. Anthony, where are some other places you think... Um, See.
2: I've got some customers that own ranches, outdoors, farms, things like that, that like the 3300s. I've got some small uh, ports that are using them down in Tampa and, and, and places like that, just shipping ports. Perfect radio for that. It gives you enough power. Typically, those areas are going to be pretty wide open, and you're not going to have a lot of obstructions in the way to interfere with that. So a 2-watt radio typically in those Situations will be perfect
1: but one of the drawbacks on those two watt radios are that the lack of dealer programmability if you find yourself at some point needing more range or wanting to go to a repeater where you can expand those radios typically are not dealer programmable which means we can't put custom frequencies in there we can't make it talk to a repeater so If you ever find yourself needing to expand, you may end up having to replace those radios. A lot of times, we'll work with you to figure something out, but um, if the radio can't be upgraded or the frequencies can't be plugged in that you need, there's there's not a lot of options. That's where higher-powered radio would come in. A lot of radio manufacturers call these their LMR series radios for land mobile. These will be 4 and 5 watts of power. With these radios, a lot of times you lose customization like um, dealers when when we program these radios when we input your frequencies into these radios we have to assign the buttons on the side we have to decide that button one is going to be scan button two is going to be a call tone or, or whatever you tell us to make it you can't really change that after the fact unless you have the programming software and a cable but these high powered radios four and five watt radios are very popular Some of the strengths of these radios are repeater capability, and these radios will grow with you. If you find you need more range in the future, you can send them back to us, and we will reprogram the radios. We offer free programming for the life of any radio that you buy from us. We can program in your repeater frequencies, and and you've kept your radios, and now you've got a lot more range.
2: A lot of times with those programmable radios, the software is available. The service that we provide of the free programming is nice, but a lot of a lot of companies depend on these radios, and they don't want to have to ship them to us two or three days. We get them on a Tuesday, uh, we program them immediately, and send them right back out the same day. And then you're another two days. They can't go four or five days without the radios. A lot of these companies will, also, will offer the software and cables available, so if you do need to change it, you can do it on the go. You can hook do it, up it yourself. To your, yeah. Hook it up on your PC. Change, if you're adding a repeater or doing whatever, boom, you're ready to go. Change it on the go. Is yeah, it that, that difficult is to not, do? Is it really uh, difficult to uh, do? If I can do it, anybody can do it. It's, <laughs> it, it. it's
1: really not. You connect a radio to your PC, you, you read it, and you, boom, you've got the configuration of the radio, change your frequencies, and, and write it back. And um, what are the manufacturers that make their software available? Uh, I don't know ICOM is um, very good about that. We stock all the software and cables for... Um, users to program their own ICOM radios Vertex is the same way
2: Olympia has their software Um, Motorola has their software online, it's the CPS software it's the customer or consumer programming software
1: they do limit you a little, you're not able to input your own custom frequencies into the high end Motorola RDX series radios anyway software is available for the Kenwoods as well
2: like we said, we will program the radios for you it's such a simple thing. We we don't charge you to do it, and that's where we, that's where we rise above the rest.
1: Yeah, and I don't mean to scare anyone away. It's, it's very rare you would need to make a change to your radio anyway once you receive it. Okay, well,
0: great. Well, we tested a handheld radio for business use, the ICOM ICF-4011. What did we think of it? Well, stick around because that's coming up next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name brand manufacturers for our businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to The Two-Way Radio Show. This week we have a review of the ICOM ICF-4011.
2: Well, the ICOM ICF-4011 UHF 4-Watt radio, uh, built-to-mill specs, by far our most popular business radio. Um, This radio has 16 channels. It does have the, the features of scanning and monitoring which are very seldom used, but if, you, if it's something you need, we can definitely program the, the radios into it. Frequency range on them is 400 to 470. We program them here. It's not a user programmable radio. In other words, we have to hook it to the software and, uh, and program your frequencies, privacy codes, things like that into it. Lithium battery, it's going to give you, all depends on usage, depends on how much you're sending and receiving. I've got some customers that uh, I think it's rated between 14 and 18 hours. That's average use. So Pretty good long time. There's some folks that don't transmit a lot. You may get more than that possibly. Rapid charger comes with it. Typically charge your battery. It's a smart charger, so you'll see the light on there. You'll know when it's completely charged. It'll usually charge within two to three hours. Like I said, by far our most popular radio. Very light and compact, but it gives you that, that four-watt power. Uh, mil-spec, definitely able to withstand most typical situations. Uh, water resistance is there. The dust resistance is there. Great, great radio. So it ha- kind of has
0: the look and feel of a bigger radio than it is, really.
1: Yeah, this, this radio is a, a very good value as well at uh, $169. It is a basic radio. It's a 16-channel model, 4 watts. If you spend more money, you can get a radio that has 128 channels, 512 channels. You can find uh, a radio that has a display. But we find most customers find this radio to be a perfect fit. It's a basic business radio. It's low price, but it gets the job done. It's a 500 milliwatt speaker. And uh, the range is great. The clarity is great. We tested this radio today before we started the show, and um, we have a test course that we run around here, and and this radio got two miles with no problem. We don't have a point beyond that on our test course, but two miles was not an issue for the radio, and uh, transmission was very clear at that two-mile point.
0: You know, it was actually pretty impressive considering the terrain because the terrain in the area that we tested was really um i mean it was in kind of a suburban area but it but it was also a little bit hilly i mean it wasn't exactly just a flat plain or anything like that it it's was hilly it's, it's
2: we've definitely tested them in more optimal conditions than what our customer is going to be using mm-hmm. to, compared to what icom Test them, you know, from the mountain top to valley. Those, the, the, yeah, we're north. not going to tell you it, it does thirty five miles. We, we're
1: testing them the way you would be using. Exactly, it. this it, was a real world test.
2: Exactly, you know, the buildings in the way, there's cars in the way, there's trees in the way, and and two miles out of this radio, that's that's uh, really phenomenal. I mean, if you need more than that, you need a repeater, and if you need more than that, you need, need a cell phone.
1: But you know, I mean, typically you're going to be using them in that in that uh, amount of range. Like Anthony said, this is a a very good radio. We've sold a lot of these radios, and the feedback we get on it is um, almost exclusively positive. Uh, There's also a VHF version of this radio, the F3011. So everything that we say for the the 4011 also applies for the 3011.
2: You you, you do go up in wattage. It's five watts on your VHF radio. Mm -hmm. Um, But everything else is the same. It's the same battery, same charger. A little bit longer antenna on the VHF But I'll tell you what I like about this radio One, it's, it's a piece of cake to program You Call me mm-hmm. with your frequencies, fax me your frequencies It's a piece of cake I, mean, I get guys that'll call in and order 45 to 75 Of these radios at a time I love it, I can program them very quickly But the best thing about them is I don't have them come back I okay. don't have anybody call And I love that, You know, being in charge of doing RMAs I love the fact that I can Feel comfortable about putting somebody in this radio and going. You know what? They don't come back. If it's if it comes back, I think I had one come back, and it was a just a manufacturer defect. The knob didn't turn all the way. You know what? I gave them another one, and, and I'll take. I don't know how many we've sold, but thousands. I'll take one radio coming back in and, and a couple thousand radios. No doubt about it.
0: I've handled this radio as well, and it's a pretty solid feeling radio. It's got a good speaker. It's
1: pretty pretty solid bottom line we like this radio we feel comfortable recommending this radio a great radio at a great price
0: and that's our review of the icom icf-4011 and the f-3011 and uh let's go ahead and uh, and take some questions from our forum uh, members here this is a good question this comes from large farva seriously (laughs) large farva large farva
1: yeah and um what does Large Farva have to say?
0: Well, Large Farva says he's looking for, or actually he says, I'm looking for a couple of two-way radios that I can use while I'm out on a job doing electrical testing on wind farms. That's pretty interesting. Um, Most of my work doesn't require anything more than a cheap set of consumer-grade radios that one can get at Walmart, Best Buy, etc. That is when we're working inside of a substation and our at most just a few hundred feet from each other. But there are times when we have to be a lot farther apart to the tune of as many as five to eight miles or so. And being out in the middle of nowhere, it can be really tricky sometimes finding a cell signal. So that, le- that leads me to looking into the realm of two-way radios as a possible solution. So this is the type of terrain that he's generally dealing with. He says he's uh, dealing with mostly flat land with light rolling hills. He's in the Midwest most of the time and a majority of the land areas are cornfields. But at times I would also like to be able to talk to someone that is inside a one-story building, or a substation building, while I'm outside in the yard. So, for that alone, I'm assuming that VHF isn't exactly a viable option for me. So he wants to purchase two radios that can keep with him and have available to him uh, when he needs it. He's looking at some options in the $150 range per radio. So he said he'd like to try to keep it around that uh, that range. But he says if it's a matter of a little more to get something that will work better uh, rather than something that just might work, then he'll definitely open it to widening his budget if he needs to. I'm
2: going to go ahead and take this one. I I think that uh, the radio we mentioned earlier, the 4011, would, would be ideal. I would definitely probably stick with the UHF radio on this. You know, The fact that he wants to possibly talk to somebody inside of a substation, I would definitely... Uh, unless that thing's made of wood, I would definitely stick with the UHF. Five to eight miles is going to be very, very tricky. That is going to be the use of of, of a repeater. Depending on the scenario, I mean, ideally, it would. I think the perfect scenario would be two ICOM 4011s and then a small repeater,
1: uh, RPU 2160. Now, I have heard of some customers getting five, six, seven miles, but that is the rare exception. And he says he works on wind farms so that's um probably pretty flat land so that's would be ideal but um i hate to tell anyone they're going to get five to eight miles of range i won't yeah, tell anybody sure. that
2: if you call me and tell me that yeah. that's great but i uh, we can't use that with with everybody if you're getting five to eight in yours great the the next guy he may not because it's it's all going to be different it's just going to
0: depend on too many
1: different factors there is. Uh, it's You know, another option for this guy may be mobile radios. I don't know how tied to his vehicle he is, but um, with a mobile radio, you can get 45 watts. You can put an antenna on your vehicle. Mm-hmm. So if it's an option to stay near the vehicle, that may be a less expensive uh, route than getting a repeater or a mobile repeater.
0: Yeah, that's a good topic to cover in a future episode as well. Yeah, we'll mobile have to do radios. That. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, here's another question that uh, I didn't catch the name on on this one, but uh, he says I run a year round camp during the summer. Three months we use two way radios, twelve to sixteen hours per day. He says uh, he thinks we're better served by radios um, that don't require more channels. He says we've used Motorola's and Unidens. The talkabouts, those are the Motorola's, I believe. And uh, they just cannot withstand the abuse that we do to them. Long days, outdoor use being dropped occasionally, etc. cetera. Uh, he says batteries go out on us uh, all the time, and they simply stop transmitting. I guess he's looking for an alternative here
1: to those radios. Well, it sounds like he's figured out that consumer radios aren't as uh, durable as business radio, and he's probably ready to move up to something that uh, is going to withstand some abuse and uh, last for years and years and years at his camp. Probably a uh, lower-grade business radio is going to be ideal, something that, that's built to military specs, but um, probably something like the uh, ICOM 4011 would be a good radio for because it's, it's not going to be uh, as expensive as um, some of the higher-end models, but it'd probably get the job done. Uh, another one to look at would be a Vertex VX231. That radio is similar to uh, the ICOM in functionality. Three-year warranty instead of two, but um, it's about twenty dollars more per radio.
2: And he he mentioned something about channels. I guess not wanting too many channels. We can that radio is capable of holding sixteen channels. If you but if you want us to program one channel, two channels, three, whatever, we can do it. We can make every channel we with make the same, same frequency, no doubt. So it doesn't matter which channel you're on. A lot of people like that because if. One, if we leave it, if we leave one of those channels blank, and they if somebody turns over to one of those blank channels, it, it puts off this horrific beep until you change back to a live <laughs> channel. Um, and that can get lot pretty of, annoying. Yeah. If you program them all the same, you don't have to worry about the employee that says, "I didn't hear what you're saying, boss," for the last hour because uh, I was on the wrong channel. <laughs> no, you weren't, because they're all programmed the same way, or. I know that channel's blank, and it would
1: have been beeping like crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, Vertex. I like Vertex radios
1: as well. Those, uh,
0: those yeah, they're, are they're a very good, good radios.
1: Vertex is actually owned by Motorola. Motorola mm-hmm. bought them out a couple of years ago, and, mm-hmm. and um, those are good radios. Solid.
0: All right, great. Well, um, the last question we have here is from he calls himself NC Surveyor. I don't know if that means North Carolina Surveyor, just NC Surveyor, and his question. He says, my question is, which radios would work best for land surveying, especially in high traffic construction sites? Most radios work great when we're off in the woods, but once a site is cleared for a highway and all the equipment is around us, radio quality becomes much more important. We currently use Motorola CP100 radios, which are no longer manufactured. These did okay, but I'd really like something a little lighter that can be used with a microphone attachment. A headset would be nice, but I don't think that would work out too well for us just consider the fact that we're usually swinging machetes or sledgehammers. One other thing is that we work long days, so a long battery life would be a plus.
2: And that's for uh, NC Surveyor. Well, most of your business radios are going to have that that headset option. You can add a optional headset or speaker microphone. Again, I would look at the IC40-F4011s from ICOM or the VX231s. Both of them are going to give you with or without that optional earpiece or or speaker microphone are going to give you exceptional sound especially in a rush hour traffic you've got you got cars running by and these loud exhausts and these loud stereo systems and uh horns honking and machinery going you're gonna be able to hear it but it's going to give you that long battery life as well it's going to give you the lithium batteries are going to give you 14 to 18 hours usually good
1: answer well
2: great
0: well, send in your comments
2: and questions for Danny, Anthony, or
0: myself to show at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at two-wayradioforum.com. Today's show is sponsored by buytwo-wayradios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, buytwo-wayradios.com can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya.
2: I'm Danny Piemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.